Hello and welcome to the Songwriters in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Chris Klemecki. And with me tonight, my very special guest is Matthew Meadows. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you, Chris, for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I uh, love that you're uh, one of our, our rocker uh, members of Songwriters in Seattle. Great to have a, a rock guitarist uh, you know, here for the podcast and to chat a little bit about uh, that kind of music. Some, yeah, some absolutely. Music. It's, a, it's a thrill. You know, I've got a couple other podcasts lined up. I've got an interview with a magazine lined up, but this one is the first Excellent. to actually materialize, so, right. <laughs> which makes sense because you guys were the first ones that you know let me get up on stage. And so uh, it's serendipity that I should be here. Well, that's um, great. You. I mean, opportunities are uh, you know a big part of what Songwriters yep, in Seattle absolutely. is about. It so, was a great opportunity. It was it was brief, you know, but it, yeah. it was effective. And, well, yeah, uh, we want to give you a kickstart, right? Yeah. And get get things rolling. Well, speaking about kickstart, tell us where you started and sort of your background, a little bit of history on uh, sure. you know, well, your plan. You know, there are some aspects of my personality that I think re- require a little bit of um, understanding to get where my music comes from. And mm-hmm. what I'm mm-hmm. alluding to is the fact that um, I was a classical ballet dancer. And that... A little bit different from, from hard rocker. <clears throat> right, but yeah. that, 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 <laughs> that sense of discipline, you know, really was ingrained in me. And I applied that same sense of discipline to the guitar yeah. because I realized there's a, just a tremendous amount of rote exercise that's required, you know, to get a skill level where it becomes muscle memory. Um, natural so, uh, and, exactly yeah. where it becomes organic and you can you can play literally you know freestyle um, and dancers have to go through this you know rigorous training process as well as uh, develop artistically right so I, that exposure to all that classical music ended up becoming a major factor in the type of music that I write so the um, exposure that I had to music like Stevie Vai and Joe Satriani when I was about 19 oh, and yeah. I first picked up the guitar and got serious with it. Right? Very familiar with those. Exactly. Yeah. That stuff, those guys were my inspiration. And I, yeah. I, you know, I beat my head against a wall doing the same things that every rock guitarist does, which is trying to learn their solos note for note and yeah. play them verbatim. Um, and it was always a futile exercise. I, to date, I could not play one solo <clears throat> from any famous rock guitarist. <laughs> Don't ask me to do it. That would be completely humiliating. But uh, going through that exercise yeah. um, was enough to kind of let me unlock the type of music that I wanted to create, which is this mix of the classical exposure from um, all the ballet music and the kind of rock guitar, um, you know, really aggressive technical rock guitar, progressive uh-huh. rock guitar that uh, I've come to love. So fast forward to um, where I am right now. Um, Etherati was my first solo endeavor. And I started it back um, about 18 months ago. Yeah. And it was inspired um, by the events in my life that happened around the time that I met Kim uh, the girl whom I'm engaged to now. Nice. And so the album has an effect on you. Has, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a huge effect on. Us. She's she's my muse for that for the album, you know. And so it's um, it's really been a thrill to just kind of get into this new phase of my life where I've got you know a new family and a new job. I've been working at Microsoft, and um, and then to finally get the the time and the resources to sit down and carve out. 
an album. Okay, so you mentioned Etherati. Yeah. Your EP that you've uh, now released, it's out there. Um, certainly one of the places that we want to point people is ReverbNation.com slash Matthew Meadows. Why don't you uh, talk us through the first song that we're going to hear, The Turk. It's an instrumental. Talk about Satriani and Vi. I mean, that's... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you can hear those types Absolutely, of yeah. The, the, Turk, the Turk is an interesting song because there's, um, there's several elements to the the composition that come from very different places but um it started out i brought home a boss me70 um, digital signal processor and i just wanted to play with it and i had never played with a loop sampler and so this thing has a loop sampler on it and i sat down with my guitar and i put a video camera up i hit record i started playing with the loop sampler and the first thing that came to my mind was this very heavy riff and, and it was repetitive and droning, right? Because it's a loop sampler. It just right, right. plays the same thing over and over again. But that was cool for me, you know, because I, I can just, you know, solo extemporaneously, endlessly. And so I... It's a good um, improvisation tool. It, yeah, perfect for me. And so all I did was noodle around on it. But um, the video, in fact, is posted on my YouTube channel, which is Rango the Dog. Um, and you can see it that for two and a half minutes... I actually develop the main uh, rhythm guitar part as well as the lead parts um, right there on the video. Not long after that, I had a nightmare about the Turk, <laughs> right? And it was very vague. It was something that I, I really didn't have, you know, a concrete memory of, but I had a sense of kind of these several themes. And one was the arrival of the Turk, the approach of the Turk. The next was kind of the siege or the engineering um, at the hand of the Turk. And then there was a sense of um, assault where the conflict with the Turk was at its maximum and then aftermath. So it's like song structure. Exactly. Yeah. These were, I mean, these were like disconnected elements of this, this dream that I woke up with just kind of feelings that I had. And so I was like, okay, that all makes perfect sense now. And that was all I needed to start stitching it together. Okay. Well, that's a great image uh, to uh, jump right into the song here. This is the Turk from uh, Matthew Meadows EP Etherati.
Yeah, rocking the house. It's Matthew Meadows with the Turk. Very cool song. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm I'm loving this uh, this uh, trend we got going. So let's uh, keep rolling with some more music. Um, uh, another song that uh, we really want to focus on here tonight is called Gravity. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, the the background on Gravity and sort of what the inspiration and, and was it another <clears throat> improv to you know, figuring it out. Kind of yeah, situation. there's a little bit of that involved. Um, the main riff in Gravity was something that I literally decided to compose to reflect a car chase. Wow, car chase. That's yeah, really interesting. With yeah, inspiration. Um, uh huh. Just like with the Turk, I was going for television or film placement. Radio placement, anything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and but um, to create an image or to yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of my approach. So with yeah. the Turk, I had this image of war and conflict, right? And so with gravity, it's all about chase, acceleration. And in fact, there are two lead guitar lines that kind of sound like or reflect the two automobiles, okay. and they branch off and they go in diff- slightly different directions, and then they merge back together again. Um, so I. What I was trying to do was make a sense of acceleration in the main riffs of the song. So it's somewhat odd metered. Mm-hmm. And it, by virtue of that, it tends to pull you forward a little bit faster than what you expect. But then there are several points at which the, the changes in meter are reverted and you end up catching up very quickly. It slows down very mm-hmm, quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's there's a dramatic example of that in the bridge, which I refer to as the downshift section. <laughs> and so when you listen to it, hopefully you'll get a sense that there's you know all of this um, exciting r- racing going on until you get to the bridge. And at that point, the whole thing gets to like, you know, really sharp curves on a steep mountainside. So wow, great imagery. I, I love that. There you go. That was my whole kind of motivation. Um, All right, let's just jump right back into the music. Let's hear uh, another track from Matthew Meadows. And uh, I'm going to remind you again, uh, ReverbNation.com slash Matthew Meadows, where you can uh, hear even more. And this one is Gravity.
All right, we're back with Matthew Meadows. Before that last song, we mentioned Reverb Nation and your Reverb Nation page. Um, you've been making an absolute tear up the uh, charts at Reverb Nation, and uh, that's something that you know other musicians notice, and it's something that uh, we haven't talked a lot about on the podcast in terms of music business, but you've got a, a great story there. I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, sort of how you were able to achieve that in a short time and, and uh, what your feelings are on just getting the exposure that I think uh, a lot of our, our members and you know a lot of people in the music business want to want to know more about sure well i think that's uh it's fair to characterize there are three types of users on reverb nation there are users who think that the entire um system is gamed and there are users who feel like um it's legitimate and then there are users who don't know what's going on (laughs) and so confused by the whole thing exactly i was one of those users right i had a set of tunes up there from my old band and they were up there for a year. At one point, they got to number 20 on the alternative chart. And I just let them sit there. I had no idea what was going on. I decided to uh, change that. And being a computer programmer, I approached it uh, with a fairly analytical mind and decided that I could try various you know, tactical maneuvers on Reverb Nation, give it certain inputs, and see what came out the other side, mm-hmm. how it affected my equity score. And I did this... Um, across multiple aspects of it. For instance, I changed the song that I was using. If I was going to go fan someone who was a folk singer, I would use Falling. If I was going to fan some guy who was a speed metal freak, I'd put the Turk up there. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I worked across multiple genres, across multiple time zones, trying to you know, utilize what resources I had to maximum effectiveness. And that worked pretty well. But basically social networking, though. Truly social networking. And I'm not someone who had a big social graph. And so uh, for me, part of this exercise has been to grow that graph Mm -hmm. and actually meet people. And that's been far and away the most satisfying aspect of it. Unfortunately, now things are getting very difficult. The, The higher you get on Reverb Nation, the harder it is to go up. And so it took me a week to get to 10. It took me a week to get to number five. It took me almost two weeks to get to number four, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We've swapped sort between... Of an exponential... Uh... Y- yeah, it gets much and much harder. And um, so getting to number two, if in fact that's possible, is going to take another two weeks or so. But I am completely thrilled. It's been It's far exceeded my expectations, and I've met some wonderful people. Excellent. Well, good luck in the, the continued run. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely be watching that and, uh, and rooting for you. That's, Great. That's fantastic. Um, let's hear one more song. And... Uh, uh, you've agreed to to play live for us. Sure. Uh, this song, uh, The Mistress. Uh, tell us a little bit about The Mistress. Right. Well, The Mistress was, in fact, the first song that I wrote for Etherati. It took me longer than any of the other songs. Um, to write. To write, yeah, because all of the equipment was new and the whole exercise was mm. new to me. Mm-hmm. I've never had you know access to you know, multi-track recording software, and so I went nuts. Um, and I'm a very slow and deliberate... <laughs> engineer. <clears throat> so there's a lot of layers in the mistress. And when you hear it on the EP, there's at least five guitars, right? Five, five guitars. And that doesn't include the fact that, for instance, I always double my guitars with two different sets of distortion mm-hmm. and two different sounds. Mm-hmm. I always do that with my rhythm guitar. It makes it sound huge, right? Um, I, and as I approached it, I just realized that this is a song that 
I don't think we'll ever be able to play live because it would take two <laughs> sets of drummers, right? It'd take a tribal drum set. It would take some additional percussionists just to do the chimes and all that stuff. I mean, to truly do it live um, would be impossible. So, so other arrangements. Another right? arrangement makes more sense. And in fact, um, when I thought about it, I realized this is how I played it originally. This is how the mistress came to me when I was sitting in my basement with my guitar in my lap. Um, it's very much uh, reserved, and it doesn't have nearly the same degree of energy, but it does have, hopefully, the same essence. Um, very cool. Well, uh, we will hear the mistress live here in the studio, coming right up. Matthew Meadows, the mistress. Mistress 
Excellent. That was the epic, the mistress. Thank you so much for playing that here in the studio. That's always fantastic to hear a song live, and uh, and great to have you here tonight. Thanks. It was a wonderful opportunity, and uh, I truly enjoyed it. Everyone, please check out ReverbNation.com slash Matthew Meadows. Uh, you can find more songwriters in Seattle, songwritersinseattle.com. That one's easy. I'm at chrisklemecki.com. You can find other podcasts as well as uh, lots of other good stuff there. So uh, for Songwriters in Seattle, Matthew Meadows, I'm Chris Klemecki saying stay original. <laughs>